Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from MedDority. In this session, Professor Marcus Mora will be discussing UCARE, specifically about what it is, what it does, and how UCARE looks after patients with urticaria. So over to Professor Marcus Mora. Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria, the podcast by the UCARE Network. UCARE, what is that? It's the Urticaria Centers of Reference and Excellence. My name is Markus Maurer. I'm here at the UCARE in Berlin, and I'm joined by my friend, colleague, UCARE co-founder, Anna. Anna Jimenez Arnau from Barcelona. Hi, Anna. How, how are you, Markus? You I'm good. good. I'm you... good, especially since I get to discuss UCARE with you today. Um, of course, this is a network that you and I and many others have built over the years. But when I think back at the very beginning, it really was the need for a network that brings all of the world's urticariologists together. How do you remember the beginnings, Anna? I remember the beginning because we were really very few people who were lovers on urticaria. And I remember you in a plenary lecture saying, we need to create a network that was in Vancouver during the World Congress on Dermatology. It is true. We met and we said, we need criteria. We need to talk about what this network wants to do and how it does it. And then together with um, some more friends, we put together these criteria and published them. And I think that was 2016, four years back already. There's 32 criteria. 32. Um, they fall into infrastructure. They fall into the setup and, and, and education awareness um, uh, research. Yeah. The scientific point, but also there is some criteria on advocacy. Correct. Uh, yes. Because uh, we want that the UCARE network is not just for science, pure, pure science, high level science, but also should be involved in education and in promoting uh, urticaria and urticaria knowledge among the patients. That means it is more than just a group of uh, medical doctors or specialists. It's, multi true. it's multidisciplinary. That means we are dermatologists, allergologists, internal medicine, immunologists. We are open to everyone who, live, who really loves urticaria. It is. I remember, Anna, one of the things that uh, we really wanted to do is push the borders. Um, I remember all of this curiosity and hunger uh, to learn more about urticaria and the insight that um, we can be good by ourselves, but we can only be excellent when we do this together as a group, as a network. And this is really what drives the network and what has led to fantastic projects. Um, yes. I agree with you because maybe I can see many patients on cold urticaria in my in my hospital, but the, we don't. We will not get uh, never enough number of patients in order to be prospective, multi-center, and give uh, global information, which will be really realistic. You're right. And since the four years, the network has grown steadily. There's now 110 UCARES in 38 countries. Amazing, really. And these criteria, they held up. No, everyone meets these criteria, and a lot of centers are working to fulfill these criteria so they can, they, they can become UCARES. And then you and I, we do a lot of audits because this is a peer-reviewed network. Anna, in your experience, what are some of the struggles that centers have 
to meet the UK criteria? Uh, I think that uh, people do not apply sometimes because they are they are afraid that do not really fill the complete criteria. But uh, if they go through the one per one and they try to follow, it is a very easy way to organize by themselves the department and to check that they have uh, enough uh, material, enough number of patients, if not enough capacity of promoting the disease. And maybe they are failing some uh, tests to do uh, some diagnosis, but this is not the critical point to do not be an care because uh, we can really is not so difficult if the clinical criteria are very clear. Then two things, just uh, if we follow the criteria, the criteria will help everyone to organize themselves in their unit. And if they want to apply, we will help them to be a nuclear center. Absolutely. I've had uh, interested centers come and visit us here in Berlin. I'm, I'm sure the same has happened to Barcelona and many of them write emails and get on the phone and uh, yeah, we try to help whenever we can. And oftentimes that makes for uh, the start of a wonderful joint project. You know? I, yeah. I think one of the things I like about these audits, you know, we're not going there to control the centers per se. You know, we're trying also to learn something from these centers. And Anna, I told you this before, but uh, the team here in Berlin, they are, they are always a little bit critical when I go and do audits because I always bring back ideas from other centers that I want to implement here at the center in Berlin. This is true because we learn from each center. I remember when I was in Korea, I discovered many publications done by them. We've learned from different, uh, from the different centers. And, uh, yeah. I, I remember many audits, but uh, I remember um, <clears throat> visiting Kanokwalai Center in Bangkok, and I was just amazed, not just by the size of uh, the team uh, Kanokwalai has there, but how well-structured, how organized it all was. Look, um, this truly is uh, bringing so many skills and uh, so many different backgrounds together. It's just a, a fantastic activity. And already we've done many, some, some projects are already finished, no, Marcus? Now they are even, they are, will be published, uh, some of them, which are really are involved on uh, logistics and uh, medical uh, information. Do you remember the first? Yeah, one? yes, of course. Ivan Jerez from Guayaquil, he led Curict, the study on patient use of information and communication technologies, a wonderful project, really that taught us that almost all patients use the internet and communication technology to learn about their urticaria and that uh, not very many patients are happy with what they find on the internet. They are looking for higher quality information. So we do learn uh, from our patients. Hey, what, what is your favorite UCARE project so far? You remember the pregnancy um, and urticaria project led by EMEC, and there was also Uversiku, the urticaria vasculitis project um, by yeah. HANA. Um, what I like from the projects is that they are really asking for very simple questions that we already address day by day, because we, regarding the pregnancy, we have different experience about 
how the hormonal factors influence in the disease. And we have different experience with different type of the patients. If, and then we will include everything together. We have a more accurate approach. And this is a very simple question. And the others which are addressed also, even with the differential diagnosis with urticaria vasculitis and vasculitis, which is higher in the level, in fact, because we will go to the pathological criteria and so on. But for me, one of the most important is cold urticaria because I like inducible mm. urticaria. Mm. I like very much. And uh, we spent time using these new devices and technology in order to assess accurately the thresholds because the message that we should do an accurate diagnosis, not just based on the history and the clinical history is, for me, is very important. I agree. Uh, and Moitza and Dora, uh, who are running the Cold, cold Uticaria project, Cold CE, are really doing a fabulous job. This morning I was filling one of the questioners of the project. Mm -hmm. And it's so accurate, question by question, temperature by temperature. And we had last week, uh, 15 days ago, a conversation about how to manage the documentation in order to, to, to conduct it correctly and gave the most important information that means will be help us to differentiate and to, to know even if it's culturticaria is the same all over the world. That means if it's the same expression or has different tiger factors according to with the different geographical areas, then uh, for me it's very it's important. All of them are important, but I like <laughs> All of them are important, you're right, and many more are starting uh, cholinergic uticaria, uh, uticaria in children. You know, it's, uh, we don't have enough time to name them all, but uh, they're all on the website, so those of us who are interested should definitely join them. How about Cure? What do you think about this chronic urticaria registry that the UCARE network is running? Oh, the Cure is uh, the first project, is the, mo the most important project inside the UCARE network. Although if you are not a UCARE uh, center, you can be involved in the Cure, but Cure Cure is the only one international register on urticaria. That means we have one in Spain, and yeah, I suppose you have one in Germany, but uh, this is really international. Then There's a lot of information in this network uh, registry already. I think more well, than 3,000 patients are included already, no? For me, is um, is a first project. Then when we promote the UCARE network, is uh, we promote first UCARE, and we promote Cure, in every talk that we do uh, everywhere, because it's, it's, the, it's the only register that we have. But also we have other works based on the treatment, no? We, there is, mm -hmm. oh, there yeah. will be some on uh, anti-IG therapy uh, survival, and then, and probably will be more in the future, no? Even, for example, if the anti-H1 are maintained during, uh, during the treatment with biologicals, then I think that people that want share with us the network, the UCARE network, they can find their own interest in the network. I remember in Barcelona during the first meeting that we had, there was a subgroup of patients of, of uh, experts that wanted to develop a network, basic, basic, very basic. That means means in microdialysis and uh, uh, pathology and the biomarkers and so on. Then I think that in the network we can, we have place for very simple questions that will be addressed in general population and help us to understand globally 
the disease, but also we can go more in deep in certain specific uh, scientific questions. I agree. And, and, you know, sleep is on the map and uh, lifestyle factors are being investigated. So it really goes from everyday questions to the deep pathogenic mechanisms. Uh, fantastic. Anna, one last question I have uh, for you, and that is on the twin network. UCARE was so uh, successful, you know, within four years growing, um, but also sparking other networks, the ADCARE network for atopic dermatitis um, and ACARE, Acre, the Angiodema yeah. Center of Reference uh, and Excellence. So what, how, do, how do you see these two networks evolve together with each other? Will at one point every UCARE be an ACARE, every ACARE will be a UCARE? What do you think? Where is this going? I think it's complementary, absolutely complementary. We learned during this last year from certain observational study, you know very well, Marcus, that the angioedema was underreported in our patients with uh, chronic spontaneous urticaria. And we know that there are some patients with chronic spontaneous urticaria that just express the disease showing angioedema. Then the differential diagnosis with the other types of angioedema is crucial. And... Uh, if we join together the four with the angioedema by its, itself, even independently of the mediator that is involved, I think is important because the tools that we have to assess activity and uh, involve uh, interference of the quality of life and are the same, then I think it's a way to grow in the knowledge for the pure Euchre centers, as me. Mm and is a way to grow the knowledge in urticaria for the pure angioedema centers. That means I think it's a good, are complementary. I think so too. And I'm really happy to see A-care grow as fast, maybe even faster than U-care, because a lot of things that U-care has done help other networks to grow, and the criteria, the audit process, the certification process, the meetings, all of this is... Uh, um, good, good material to draw from. Of course, we hope to interest UCARES in um, taking care of patients with bradykinin-mediated angioedema. And of course, we, in, we want to interest all ACARES, uh, especially those with a strong focus on hereditary angioedema, to also embrace urticaria and to provide best-of-care research on this exciting disease. Anna, so much fun. Thank you for all your help, support, cooperation, dedication, love mm -hmm. for this network. So, Marcus, uh, it was uh, created. Now we are ongoing and uh, we've did a lot of work. I have an enormous folder in my computer with the different things and it's growing, growing and growing. And thank you for the organization from the Charité, Laura, etc. to the office. And uh, let's go. Let's continue working with this. Let's try to be successful. Wonderful. Last word. Thank you very much, Anna. Let's go. That's the, that's the motto. That's the slogan. That's what drives the UCARE network. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us for this first episode of All Things Urticaria, the Urticaria Network, UCARE Network podcast. You can look forward to many more episodes to come. And if you have something that you would like us to discuss in these episodes of All Things Urticaria, please do reach out to me. Let us know, and we'll be sure to cover 
what you're interested in. Thank you for listening and let's go. Amazing. Medthority would like to thank Professor Marcus Mora for that fascinating insight into UCARE. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website, www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in next time where Professor Marcus Mora will be discussing the topic of itch. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority, have a lovely week.